May is School Board Recognition Month in Iowa, and this year's theme is Leading Through Uncharted Waters. To learn how school boards across Iowa accomplished this, we're talking with Ruthina Malone, Board Vice President at Iowa City Community Schools. Thank you for joining us, Ruthina. Thank you so much for the invitation, Jeff. We just have a few questions we'd like to go through to get a sense of how your board worked its way through the pandemic. First question I'd like to ask you is, how did you balance your personal views, the views of your community and your staff, and the differences among your board when it came to implementing COVID policies? Sure. Um, This was difficult and um, just a difficult situation given that we had so many competing interests that we had to navigate through. And for me personally, I know that I had to rely heavily on the advice from medical professionals within our community, as well as recommendations coming down from the CDC to ensure that we weren't putting one group of interest over anybody else's to make sure that we were keeping our community as safe as possible during the pandemic. And also as the board, we all watched the positivity rates for our communities that were provided through the Iowa Department of Public Health and their website to best understand the implications of whatever we decided as the virus progressed throughout our community. Because we knew at times when our positivity rate was absolutely high, any decision we were making could potentially put our school communities at risk. Great. Thank you for that. One question going a little bit deeper into that is I'm sure there were a lot of issues and policies that came up during the pandemic that maybe the board realized were ongoing issues that are going to need to be addressed after we're through this. What were one or two issues that came up that you realized maybe this is something we should have been focused on before and we need to continue to focus on that may not even be related to the pandemic? You know, Jeff, you're absolutely right. One of those things that we discovered well, very early on throughout the pandemic and trying to ensure that our students and teachers were able to continue with as normal of a learning educational system as possible was finding out that so many of our families were living without reliable internet services. So it's hard to have remote remote learning when you can't access the internet. And I don't think I would have been as aware of the negative impact this was causing for so many of our students if we weren't in the middle of a pandemic and required them to utilize it so much while they were at home. Not having access in normal times means that they can't really do any homework or or like research in the comfort of their homes without relying on that public internet access, whether at the library or just using some of these free Wi-Fi services that our community offer. So being able to work so that our students have that was really important part of leveling the educational field just slightly for so many of our students to ensure that as a district, we were meeting those needs and providing internet to those students that have been living with it for so long. Going further into that, how is the board going to specifically address that going forward for those students? Well, we've made sure through some funding that we've had to provide internet services along with the providers in our community to those students. 
at either very, very low cost or no cost to many of those families. So they work with our IT department to identify that they're a family in need of these services. And then we work with our local providers to make sure that there's a connection there and they're able to go out and install that as quickly as possible. And that's going to be a plan going forward that we will let our families know that if this is in fact a need that you have, please contact our IT department so that we can work with you to ensure that your students aren't losing out on any type of educational opportunity that they can have while at home. Because going forward, we're not going to utilize snow days. We will have remote learning for the most part. And so we want to make sure that those students are still able to learn remotely in, in climate weather situations. That's great because you're not just helping the student with their education, but you're making sure that the entire family has a service that they desperately need just to get through day to day. That they might absolutely. Not have access. That is absolutely correct. Teachers had to be so innovative in the classroom this year, either just flying by the seat of their pants on their own or with really specific guidance from administrators or from the board. What is one thing that you found your district doing that was an innovative way to make sure that the students were still learning throughout this pandemic? One of the things I would say is being able to get Chromebooks into the hands of every student definitely could result in better learning outcomes as it's preparing them to be as competitive as their peers, not only across the state, but in the nation, since computer technology is a huge part of the future that we're headed in. And so Chromebooks was given to every single student from kindergarten through 12th grade, even if they had a computer source at home, we wanted to make sure that they had the technology that they needed in order to complete just not only classwork, but sometimes daily living. I mean, they're able to look further into a topic that might have caught their interest in a science class. So being able to provide them that service, I think really did help quite a bit of our students. I heard from several families that they weren't able to provide a device necessarily for every single child in the house. So now not having to have the kids fight over whose turn is it to use the iPad or the tablet, each student of ours has a device at home that they can complete whatever homework assignment or contact their teachers even. So that was, I think, really great for our district to be able to provide. Yes, definitely. That, you know, that's something that you don't even really think about. You think about the students working at home and they have to work remotely, but between siblings and other family members, one computer isn't enough. It absolutely is. And we heard that, especially, you know, at times if one Chromebook broke and then we found out that other students, you know, they were sharing with their siblings. And we really stress to those families to, again, contact our IT department so they can work on getting that repaired as quickly as possible or providing a loaner device so that there's no break in that educational experience for our students. So I think that really helped in being able to communicate that to families so they know that was an option. Did your board have to be innovative in ways to find funding for those kinds of things? We did, 
But luckily, we have an amazing IT department, and they had already planned through our funding sources to provide Chromebooks to students from K through, I believe, sixth grade in the coming years. And what they were able to do is look at some of the fundings that we had on hand, especially some of those dollars that we received from the federal government in dealing with the pandemic, to get those Chromebooks out, actually, in some cases, a couple of years sooner than what would have been happening had the pandemic not happened. So now having gone through this last 14 months, I should have looked up before we started this. When did you first join the board in Iowa City? Roughly about four years. <laughs> My term is actually expiring November of 2021. Okay. So I only have a few more months until my term officially ends. Having this be the last year of your term, What's something you could tell people in your community who may want to run for the school board? Well, let me put this in two parts. One, what's one thing they should think about before they even consider running based on your experience? Sure. I think one thing that's absolutely important for anybody to think about before they run is the reason why they're running for school board. You have to make sure that it's not a selfish reason, that you're not doing it because you're upset how the current school board's decision may have impacted either your situation or your cluster of friends or neighbor situation, that you're running for sort of true altruistic motives. You want to see the community be the best that it can be as an entire school district. So then to follow up on that, now you've gotten elected and you've worked with the board for four years, what's one thing you wish someone had told you early on once you were elected that you kind of had to learn along the way that if someone had just sort of laid it out, you could have gotten a a better start? Sure. And I think this ties to your first part of this question is that, you know, although you have your individual vote as a board member, The board decision should be the decision that matters. So no matter how that vote comes down and no matter how you cast your vote, it isn't about your own personal agenda or fighting for one section of the community, but about doing the most good for the entire community that you were elected to serve and that your personal vision or mission shouldn't prevent you from doing just that. So I know before running for school board, I knew this and I had heard it from other board members, but especially during this time, it has really resonated that we're a team the seven of us on our board, that regardless of how I cast a vote on any decision, once that decision has been made as a board, I will uphold and make sure that that decision is carried out to the fullest. So I I set aside any personal feelings to make sure I'm doing what's right for our community. Was there a decision, a vote that you had to cast in the last year where you were going to vote one way and just through debate with your other board members, you decided to vote a different way? Typically, no. I, you know, even after debate, one good example, and it's not necessarily related to the pandemic, it's something related to our calendars. So I'm sure every board sits down and vote on their calendars for the upcoming years. Ours are every three years. 
We had good discussions, not only with our superintendent, but representatives from our calendar committee, as well as with each other about why our calendar reflected some of the days that it had. But I had heard from a population of our community that felt ignored and unheard throughout the last few years about getting certain days recognized in our calendar. And I voted, cast my vote, explaining why I was voting the way that I was, but knew that regardless of how that vote washed out, I was going to support the calendar that ultimately ends up being approved as a board. So that's just one example of how my decision based on learning from other communities that we affect, how it may change, but at the same time, at the end of the day, it's what the board says, because my one vote does not represent the seven of us. In all these unique decisions that the board had to make over the last year, which one will you walk away from feeling the proudest of for your district? What decision did your board make that you really felt represented your pride in being a board member? Wow. So there's been a lot over the past year. Well, honestly, I think I would just lump it all and say that really all of our decisions surrounding how we work to protect our students and staff during the pandemic made me the most proud of this board that I sit on. So they weren't always popular decisions at times. And we heard quite a bit from, you know, rather large segments of our community that it personally affected. But I know we made them take in the best interest of those that we were elected to serve into account. One of those was, you know, applying for state waivers when our positivity rates were high. We heard quite a bit that, you know, children don't spread the disease. We need to get kids in school. But as a board, we also heard that adults are the most affected by it and they could get really sick. And it was at a time when none of our teachers or staff or bus drivers were vaccinated yet. So knowing that we had to make decisions to make sure that we did have teachers and staff present for when it was time to get vaccinated and that they weren't at home sick trying to recover from the lasting effects of COVID-19 that we know that people are still dealing with today. So I would say those decisions made me the most proud of this board because we knew they weren't popular, but we knew what we were doing or believed what we were doing was the right choice at the time. I'm going to end with one quick final question. After you've been leading the board through these uncharted waters over the last year, what's something you learned about yourself being on the board that you are going to take away after your service that you think is going to impact you as a person going forward? regardless of whether you're on a school board or not. One thing that I think really helped drive home for me about myself is that my compassion for others is not something that I can easily hide. There's been times where even through talking with board members on the phone, because oftentimes I do check in with them as vice president to make sure not anything about meetings, but to make sure they're in a good headspace after some of these tough decisions. And it meant a lot to me to hear other people say that they appreciated that sincerity that I was able to offer because I, you know, that's not something that I did for others to see. It was truly genuine that I wanted to make sure not only that our board members were okay, but even our administrators at times, because these were definitely unprecedented times that our administrators also dealt with some tough recommendations that they brought to us. 
So just knowing that I can be that compassionate person for others in times of need and really tough times, I think that meant a lot and something that I can take with me even into my professional life to remember to bring that compassion forward. That's awesome. Well, you have definitely embodied what school board members have had to go through this last year. And that's why we're spending this month recognizing school board members. And we really appreciate your service. And I just want to thank you for hopping on here today to answer a few questions and give us some perspective on what the last year has been like for you. So thanks a lot, Rufina. Sure. And I definitely appreciate having this time. Thanks so much, Jeff. 